You're listening to the July edition of 3 Minute 3 Rs. This month, we'll be talking about refining mouse anesthesia, replacing mice with zebrafish for studying human hematopoietic stem cells, and validating genome-edited mouse lines. Ready to hear more? Hello, everyone. The paper that I will be reviewing today is from the May 2018 issue of JLAS titled Effects of Ketamine Compared with Urethane Anesthesia on Vestibular Sensory Evoked Potentials and Systemic Physiology in Mice by Chung Hyun Lee and Timothy Jones from the Washington University School of Medicine. In this study, the authors compared the physiologic status of mice anesthetized with ketamine xylazine with that of mice anesthetized with urethane xylazine while measuring vestibular sensory evoked potentials of cortical origin produced by impulsive acceleration. What they found was that both anesthetic regimens resulted in hypoxia that was reversed with the addition of supplemental oxygen. The authors went on to conclude that mice anesthetized with urethane xylazine required fewer maintenance doses, had improved heart rates, and showed less physiologic decline compared with their ketamine xylazine counterparts. Additionally, the authors did not observe a difference in peripheral vestibular function between the two anesthetics when the brain temperature was held at the same set point. Overall, these results suggest that urethane can be used as a substitute for ketamine in neuroscience research conducting electrophysiologic studies and may even improve the quality of experiments and potentially reduce the number of animals required to achieve adequate sample sizes. Next, how about some humanized zebrafish? Hematopoietic transplantation is used to treat bone cancers and immune disorders. While this protocol is semi-routine, there is still much we don't understand which requires research. To date, the only model organism used to study this process with human stem cells is the mouse. In a study from F1000 Research, Stephen Renshaw's lab at the University of Sheffield reports on the utility of zebrafish as an alternative model. The investigators transplanted human stem cells into zebrafish larvae where they migrated to the caudal vein hematopoietic niche. Once in the niche, stem cells interacted with zebrafish endothelial cells and even engaged in cell division, demonstrating successful engraftment. Besides the replacement of a higher mammal with a lower vertebrate test subject, additional benefits included lower experimental costs, a reduced need for human stem cells, and the ability to visualize the process through the zebrafish's transparency during these early life stages. And finally, let's cap things off with some CRISPR. CRISPR-Cas9 is revolutionising the field of genome editing, but what are the implications for the three R's? With CRISPR, it is now possible to generate complex conditional mutations in animals using long single-stranded DNA. However, there is little information available about how efficient and reliable this method really is. If the error rate is high, more animals need to be bred and more are required to achieve statistical significance. Harmful off-target mutations are also more likely to be produced. This topic is explored in a recent BMC biology paper by Gemma Codner, Jodfrey Miane and colleagues at MRC Harwell. They generated conditional mouse alleles using long single-stranded DNA and then characterised the resulting mutations. While the conditional allele was efficiently generated, other unwanted mutations were also introduced, and more frequently than expected. These results indicate that thorough quality control is needed to validate animal models generated using gene editing to ensure they are robust, reliable, and ethically sound. Those are your three minutes for July, with thanks to contributions from the North American 3Rs Collaborative, Lab Animal, and the NC3Rs. Look us all up online for the latest, and don't forget to subscribe to 3Minute 3Rs on SoundCloud or iTunes. Thank you.